Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Laird Veach is the vice president and director of athletics at the University of Memphis. He joins us now. Laird, uh, maybe, I guess, I've been calling this the biggest football game Memphis has played tomorrow since the Cotton Bowl. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a that's a very accurate statement. It is you don't get games like this every week. It is about uh, about as big as it gets in terms of just setting up, um, you know, the, the rest of the season. Whether that's you know uh, either your six bowl implications, conference implications. I mean, there's just a, a ton of things that are sort of riding on this, and and it's not very often that you have Cotton Bowl champions coming uh, from last year coming into your place. So. National TV, all the all the big things, it's right there in front of us. So we gotta we gotta show up and and uh, make it happen. I know I know you guys have been doing a lot to promote the game. Uh, Ryan Silverfield uh, donated twenty five hundred tickets himself, and y'all been all over social media and out in the community trying to get the word out. What do you think? It it seems like it, you know people are responding. It seems like what do you think the crowd is going to be like tomorrow night? Yeah, I, I think it should definitely be the the, the best crowd we we've, we've had this year. Uh, hopefully, by a long shot, we'll we'll find out. You know, when uh, <laughs> when the gates open and and uh, what it looks like. But you know, we're we're pulling out all the stops. And I, one of the things I, I did want to communicate is you know, one of the we, we've heard many things from our fans. One of which is um, you know the challenge for parking. So we actually bought out the Toby Park game day parking lot to make it free and available for fans. That. For, you know, obviously, as far as until it's filled, um, you know, we're doing a dinner special, we're doing you know, koozie, jersey koozie giveaways, uh, wrestling night. So we are we are pulling out all the stops. Laird, can you sense a growing excitement as the year's gone on? Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it definitely. I mean, it, it's you know that that's what that's what happens when you when you come off of a you know a, a year where it, we didn't achieve as high as we wanted and. You know, so people are kind of waiting and seeing, but um, but it is it is definitely growing, and and I think that's you know what will continue to happen. We we win this one tomorrow night. That you know the 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 um, each one gets bigger after that, and the excitement builds and builds. But you know you got to you got to kind of go out and earn that, and and our and our you know coaches and players are doing it. Um, just in terms of what you've seen from this team, this fo- the Memphis football team over five games. Um, what what's impressed you the most about this group? Put your football analyst hat on, take off your AD hat. What's what's impressed you the most <laughs> about this Memphis football team through five games? Um, 
You know, uh, so uh, two things just popped to mind. One is the word grit. I, I think this this team has has real grit. They they uh, really are not afraid to compete. They want to compete. Um, yeah, they're just willing to get in there and 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 fight and claw and make things happen. So there, there is um, a mentality to this team that um, hasn't been that's better than than what I've seen over the last couple. Um, and we got you know got players that are making plays and and making plays when it matters. And you know that's kind of goes with that same mentality. So you know we you could you could also just just look overall. I think we're, we're running the ball better. Um, you know, we are, you know, de- defensively, I think, you know, more sound, tackling better, those kind of things. But um, I think the mentality piece of that is critically important. And that's why, you know, you've seen us finishing games and, you know, coming through when it matters. How big is it to have the home win that, you know, we talk about it, the biggest game since the Cotton Bowl? I think about part of college football fandom is, like you think about great days and you know big games and big wins for the rest of the season how important is it on Friday to like have that moment you know i think it's really important and you know it it becomes one of those things that the the difference of watching a game on tv versus being there is sure. when you're there you're part of it you get to experience it and when you know that's what's so big to me is when you have a big game like this and you come through and you, you win it, you, you compete, you, you have an incredible experience. It becomes a memory that um, people will that are there will have and others won't, you know, that's the, that's the, the piece of it. It becomes sort of a, a FOMO thing, right? <laughs> you want to create these opportunities where people realize, Hey, that's the place I want to be because I want to be able to, you know, have the, the selfie that I was there and I want to be able to tell my friends about it. And I want to have that memory and that experience. Um, you know, that, that's why it's important because then it starts to create that uh, sense that, hey, I want to be at the next one, you know. So that, that's why you got to have those big moments because, um, you know, they, they create those kind of opportunities. wanted to also ask you about, we've had some, we've had leaders, politicians that have been making comments about stadium funding. From your perspective, where does it stand right now? Uh, well, you know, I was, I was pleased to see the city council, uh, you know, completed a resolution earlier in the week, um, you know, but. You know, it, it really is, you know, we've been very consistent with the fact that it's really important that this, this stadium thing moves forward and remains on track. Um, and, you know, the, the thing that I've struggled with uh, really since, you know, the president and I came out, um, you know, very vocally in support of this and trying to trying to help push it forward is it's become sort of an either-or scenario between, you know, the stadium and the, and the FedEx Forum. And, and, you know, candidly, it needs to be both. I mean, it, it, if we want to be a place – a city that can support both the professional, um, you know, franchise and a big time, you know, college sports, uh, team program. We need to be able to invest in both and have those kind of venues. So, um, you know, I, where it stands is still, you know, in a similar place that we need, you know, ultimately need to move forward. Um, but we also recognize the city is now in a state of transition from a leadership standpoint, right? We, we see that we understand that we need the, you know, the, the new mayor, the, the, the leadership to be able to get up on track. But it's also why it's important that we can stay consistent. That it's critical, and we gotta we gotta move it forward. We're talking to Laird Veach, the athletic director at the University of Memphis. Laird, I, following up on that, yeah, I know when you got when you and the uh, President Hargrave spoke to spoke publicly a month or so ago about all this. You know, one of the things was there's this October date in mind where you have to these things need to move forward by. 
in order for you guys to remain on your timeline? Are you still holding out hope that you can remain on this timeline you've set in terms of you know starting uh, renovations on the stadium? You know, after the Liberty Bowl this year, or is does that feel like it's you know probably you know too far gone at this point? No, that's absolutely still our hope. I mean, now that you know, city's got to work them through some things to to, to help make that happen. Uh, but we're we're hopeful we do it. And you know, one of the things I want to um, also try to provide some clarity to uh, on why that's important that I, I really haven't explained previously, or and maybe others have. But you know, when we talk about the importance of moving forward and getting this project done, and how construction costs could increase, et cetera, if you know, a delay has multiple implications. So even if it's a month or two delay, that could mean that we cannot complete it before the 25 season Mm -hmm. from from our perspective, right? Um, So that then means that it could either be um, two seasons where you have a partial stadium or you have to wait a full year before you start construction, right? So it's not just a month or two is only a month or two in terms of construction costs or what have you. It could be a year. It could be multi-millions in terms of, you know, potential revenue loss. Not, and that's not just us. That's also the Liberty Bowl, the Classic, you know, mm-hmm. potentially USFL, other folks. And then you also think about there's economic impacts to that for the city. So it's a multi-layered thing. It's not just, hey, the university wants us to move forward so that it, so we can get as much done as we can from a construction standpoint. It, it has implications that go well beyond that. Um, so it's really about us pushing it forward because we we need to push it forward, but we also want us to be good stewards of the you know state taxpayer money and how, mm-hmm. use the money how it was intended to be used in the most efficient and effective way we can. Mm-hmm. We've also heard other leaders talk about additional funding from the state, not just the additional revenue streams from you know hotel tax, whatever, but additional cash funding from the state. Is there an advantage that if if indeed that that could work out, is there an advantage that somehow it could change the project for the better for you? Um, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that question. Right? Mm-hmm. Really, that 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 goes beyond me. And I I think for now, you know, our focus is to try to utilize what we have in front of us and 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 make it happen in the best way possible. So, in terms of additional dollars or how that could all play out. Um, to me, that's you know speculative enough at this point that I wouldn't really have a, a perspective on it. All right, changing course, we're approaching basketball season. Uh, maybe I'm pretty sure you're probably aware. Yesterday, the Kansas case finished out. The IARP is gone. Are you going to miss it, Laird? Are you going to miss the IARP after everything you had to deal with with them? <laughs> no, I'm not going to miss the IARP. I will. I will. I will grant you that. <laughs> that's definitely not something I'm going to miss. What what just in general like you know obviously you've had to deal with some enforcement things especially on the basketball side since you've been AD what what do you think the future of enforcement in the NCAA is if there is one. If, if there is like how do how do we you know given where we are with NIL it sounds like and, all you have to do is threaten threaten an antitrust suit and the NCAA just backs down what are your I just curious your thoughts on just general like the future of enforcement of college athletics if there is such a thing if, if moving forward yeah it, boy I wish I, I knew the answer to that I, I, and I think you know there's there's many 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 other people uh, and I, I kind of don't know if there is anybody that does know the answer <laughs> that's the you know, that's part of the challenge we're all facing. Now, you know, uh, not necessarily defend the, the, the NCAA, but, you know, we collectively, um, athletic departments, universities, all that make up the NCAA, you know, and 
just the the environment we're in right now has put them in a very difficult spot, right? I mean, it is it is is really difficult to enforce something that's so ambiguous, um, and you know, in such a such a changing uh, world, uh, particularly in a, a legal environment that this doesn't give them a lot of authority to to get things done. So, it is a real challenge. I mean, it, it's it's part of why we as um, an intercollegiate athletics community need to evolve, right? The, the model has got to evolve. Um, and, you know, I think it will. I think it's going to be forced upon us because the current model just isn't sustainable. And we all recognize that. Um, but it is a very difficult legal and political environment to manage change, right? So um, we're just going to have to keep, keep working through it and, and keep making the best of it. And, you know, you know in, the, in the end, I believe it will work out because I believe in college athletics and I believe in its value and its impact. Um, but we are in a, a definite time of difficult transition. You mentioned evolving and, you know, the, the need for change. In your mind, how much hope is there that something congressionally actually gets done that would that would – create structure or, you know, make the organizational changes that are, it seemed to be at the forefront of a lot of college administrators right now. Yeah. You know what? I, I would, um, I would be the first to admit that I am no expert in this area that, so, so you know, take my, take my perspective lightly. Um, you know, the things that I am hearing uh, is that, you know, it is very possible that, um, you know, there may be some congressional uh, action, um, I, I will be candid that I, I don't know that I have a great deal of um, confidence that it will be action that is really, really impactful. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think there will likely be some level of, you know, either from from Congress or from the NCAA, some level of, you know, structure that sort of comes around the NIL world that, you know, candidly should have been in there in the first place and, and, and wasn't. Um, but. I don't know that it's going to go far enough to really protect, uh, you know, the college athletics model uh, from, you know, the lawsuits and other things that are out there. They're going to continue to drive more change. So um, you you could see some, and I I really wouldn't pretend to predict one way or the other if if Congress will act. But uh, I I, I am not convinced it'll be enough to to really, you know, maintain the model as it is. you know, or not as not as it is now, but but as as it would need to be moving forward. Um, I think that's going to have to come from from other things. Wrapping up with Laird Veach, the athletic director at the University of Memphis, uh, on the basketball front, there was some news on the with the Mikey Williams situation uh, and the basketball team. He had since we last had you all put out a statement, sort of clarifying his status with the team, and you know he's taking classes. He's listed on the roster, but he's not an active member of the program until this situation gets resolved out in California. Obviously, his we learned yesterday his case is now going to move to trial. I'm just curious in general how y'all have come to kind of how you've approached this situation um, the way you have. Just what the what the thought process was, just in terms of you know you're leaving the door open a little bit, but obviously you know until this is resolved, he can't be part of the program. How, how, as the AD, I mean, ultimately it's, you know, your call, the president's call, Penny's call. How, how have you guys approached this just in general? Well, you know, I, I would say, you know, really nothing's changed in our, in our stance there, first of all, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, from, from our, from our last statement. Uh, but how we've approached it is that, you know, we, we need to let that legal process play out so you can 
you can utilize that uh, and that that evidence, that truth, if you will, that that of, of what happened and and how that's determined to help you know in and then start the the process that that we would need to go through. Uh, but it's just I, I think it's really important so that we don't you know prejudge either way that we allow that to to work out and then in the end you you use that information and that reality to start your process and and just not not judge before that. And that, that's been the thought process for, from the beginning. And I think, I think that is important, uh, you know, for, for a lot of reasons that to me is just the right way to operate. You know, you gotta, you gotta at least let that play out before you make a, make a final determination. Laird, we appreciate it. One more time. Go Tigers go for tickets. If, if everyone wants to come out, there'll be free parking at Toby park until it's full until it's full. Right. So get there, get early. Until it's full. Yeah. Yeah. Can't park, can't double park. Uh, but but yeah, we need we need people to show up. This is this is really really important, y'all. I, I know we've we've been harping on it, but you know we 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 talk about wanting to to get to another level and how important it is that we, you know, what the impact this this program and these kind of things do for our for our city. And you know, this is one of those times when we need people to show up and support what uh, what these young folks are doing and and uh, have fun in the process. Do we have a prediction? How's this going to go tomorrow night? Well, I've never lost a game beforehand. So, um, so, you know, before I, I, I never actually make predictions other mm. than, you know, I always, always, you know, assume and believe we're going to win. Smart, yeah. smart, smart move. Smart move by an AD. Thanks, the, Laird. No, we appreciate it. No, no bulletin board material. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Laird, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, fellas. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.